You're listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Hello, Ian Anson Gray here for the Confident Live Marketing Show. This is the fifth bonus episode in the run-up to episode 200. We're going back into the archives as usual. And in today's episode, we're talking about how you can make your live videos less boring and also cut through the marketing gobbledygook, which we see all over the place. So we've got Andrew and Pete, and uh, we've also got Roger Edwards back in the archives. So uh, yeah, I'm excited about that. Well, today's episode is sponsored by my good friends at Adobe Express. Now, if you haven't checked out Adobe Express, it is awesome. It is my favorite online visual creation tool. You can do so much with this. It's not just about creating images. It's about creating your brand. You can create your logo. There's loads of really cool features in Adobe Express. And so let's just dive in. So I'm going to go to express.adobe.com. And I've got the ability to create uh, new projects, whether that are logos, flyers, posters, social media images like Instagram stories and Facebook posts and things like that. But the really cool thing is that I can customize my brand. I can have lots of different types of brands. So I've got my Confident Live brand here and I've got my web business select performers in here. So if I just click on manage on Confident Live, I've got my logo there. I've got my colors. I can add primary, secondary and tertiary colors if I want. I've got my fonts there as well. And that's the cool thing that you've got with Adobe Express. You've got access to all the Adobe font library um, fonts, which is amazing. Uh, and then you can get an idea of the feel of your projects. You can personalize how your logo and tagline are displayed as well. So basically, this allows you to create your brand identity. Now, back in the day, I, I actually hired a designer to help come up with my brand identity with my logo, uh, the style guidelines and all that kind of stuff. And I was really impressed with that. But look, you can pretty much do that in Adobe Express. And you have this really cool logo maker, and it's completely free. If you just do a Google for Adobe Express logo maker, you can create your own logo. Uh, this is great because I, I think a lot of people, they just get stressed and, and, and put barriers in their way when it comes to creating their own logos. You can get lots of ideas. So it's telling us about, it's asking me questions about my logo. I can um, say so it's a creative business. It's called Confident Live. My slogan is be confident on live video. What do I want the style to be? Do I want it to be bold, elegant, modern? I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with, hmm, I'm not sure whether it's bold or modern. I'm going to go with modern. Let's just click on that and click on next. And then I can choose an icon. So I've got loads of ideas but it's given me here. It's got lots of light bulbs. Um, but I think... And yeah, I, I will. I will. Go, I will go with a light bulb. I'm going to go with that one there. And or actually, maybe I might go with video. Let's just try that. So let's go with that one. So I've chose a little video icon there, and now it's designing a logo for me. And here we go. So on the screen in front of me, I've got lots of different ideas. Uh, I can click on any of these. Some of these are actually really quite nice. I have to say. So it's, it's actually, this is using artificial intelligence. So it's come up with CL, uh, Confident Live, Be Confident on Live Video. Um, some of these are pretty good. So I could click on that and then customize it. 
I can download it, I can change the color. So maybe I want that color to be slightly different. I don't know. Uh, and then I can download that and it's gonna save that into my Adobe Express, which is pretty amazing. So I can then create my brand from that. As well as that, you've got loads of other features. Uh, you've got the ability to schedule your posts. So this is used to be Content Cal, but you've got now the ability to schedule to Instagram, to Facebook. Um, what else have I got? Uh, Pinterest as well. And you can create lots of projects. They've also got their uh, quick actions. So you can resize images and videos, trim videos, PDFs and more. So do check out Adobe Express. If you go to iag.me forward slash Adobe Express, that will get you there. Now, thank you, Adobe, for sponsoring this show. Well, it's time to get on with going back into the archives. And one of the highlights of the early, early time was when I had Andrew and Pete on the show. Andrew and Pete are good friends of mine. Uh, they are marketers living in Newcastle, northeast of England. They put on uh, Atomicon, which is a fantastic conference for marketers, small businesses. Um, and that is happening in June this year. So do check out Atomicon. They also have their membership is Atomic, which is really to make small businesses shine. So if you're a small business, do check out Atomic. Well, I asked them, why how, why are some live videos boring and how can we make them less boring? Let's go back into the archives and I asked Andrew and Pete just that question. Let's face it, we have seen some live video out there that is excruciatingly boring. How can we unboring it? But first, why is some vi live video boring and then how can we make it unboring? Good question. I think one of the major reasons it's boring is because we're told to do live video. So we do live video for the sake of doing live video. Because there's such a, a low barrier to entry to video, to the live video, that makes it so easy to do and just convenient, which also makes it really average and boring. So if you want to do an actual video, you have to maybe write a script, you have to record it, you have to edit it, then upload it, maybe add sound or get licenses write all your description and stuff. And it's a real process. Like it takes a good few hours. Maybe you even get captions burnt onto it first. All this stuff takes a lot of time. And if it's gonna take time on it to be worth it, so it has to be good. So when people do video pre-recorded, it's usually much better than a live video because they've had to think about it a bit more because it's gonna take them longer. Whereas a live video, and there's no barriers. You can just go for it. I could just pick up my phone now and in 30 seconds, I could be live. And that means it can also be very boring and not well thought out. What do you think? I agree completely. I think we should get away from doing live video just for the sake of it. And especially because a lot of the advice is go live for as long as possible. So the so you do better in the algorithm. Like Facebook will keep on showing your live video the longer you are. But if you are going live and then just waffling on or just waiting <laughs> yeah. for people to actually come on, then that's rubbish. And think about the replay viewers. I think that's what you do really well, Ian, mm. is that you start the live broadcasts with the replay viewers in mind, where most people, they'll start the live broadcast and wait for the live viewers to come along, where in most cases, most of our views are coming from the replay viewers anyway. That's so true. You know, we tend to focus on the live element, but uh, still today, you know, most of my viewers are watching the replay. And I love the live element of it, don't get me wrong. And if you're watching live now, 
hello, it's great that you're here. And I love to I love that interaction. And we should absolutely be focusing on that, but not with not with forgetting about the replay viewers. And and I also agree with Andrew B about the length. You don't need to make them long. In fact, these uh, these videos going back into the archive, these podcast episodes going back into the archives, and deliberately making shorter as well because I just think they they pack more punch. Uh, we're all busy, you know. Not all of us have time to spend a whole hour as well. So I think that's definitely something to be said for uh, for making your live videos shorter. However, I think sometimes there are some videos, long podcasts and live streams that are long, like an hour and a half because the topic and the kind of questions that, you, that you're asking are really exciting and interesting, fascinating for people. Um, you might not be a Joe Rogan fan, but why is his podcasting so well, yet the length is like two, three hours sometimes? And that's because he's found an audience that really find what he talks about or his guests talk about fascinating. So that's another thing to think about. But the other thing to think about, of course, is... Why are you going live? Hopefully you're not doing it for the sake of it, but also you're hopefully doing it for the right business decision. And this is when I asked Andrew and Pete about money when it comes to live video. What What's the monetary value of doing this? How are live videos actually going to make us money? I love that you've asked this. I absolutely love that you've asked this because I do think it's a massive thing that people miss, not just with live video, but with any kind of content they're creating. And the way we look at it is that we have content like this podcast, like a blog, like a YouTube channel that is all about building our audience, right? It's all about giving value and we give as much value as we can to build that audience. But there has to come some at some point in that content, a point where the people that are consuming that content, like learn about what you do. And what we say is we need to create more what we call hand raiser content. So if we've got an audience of people, we need to know who in that audience is more is interested in buying. So if you've got a live video course, for example, Ian, like how often do you talk about that in this live show? Is your live video course even like a sponsor of this show or could it be? And how do you get everyone that's listening to this podcast or watching this video, letting you know that they might be interested in purchasing this course? Could you do something like, Okay, go to iag.me forward slash free and get the first episode of this course for free or something like that. Something that gets people to actually say, you know what, I'm interested in learning a little bit more. And there's tons and tons of different ways that you can do that. Yes, yeah, so true. And I feel a bit of a hypocrite here because I, in the past, have not done a very good job at selling talking about what my services are and my products. So, you know, I've not talked about my courses, for example, on the show. So, you know, you got to ask the question, don't just, why are you creating this content? Why are you creating live streams? What's the point of it? And ultimately, if you run a business, it's to sell more stuff. It's, you know, you're not a charity or maybe you are a charity. Uh, so you need to think about that as well. So don't be afraid of that. So I love that what Andrew and Pete were, were saying there. Now, it's time to move on to my friend Roger Edwards. And his message is all about simplifying your message. So often we see that the marketing message that we put forward on in any of our content, whether it's live streams, uh, pre-recorded video, blog posts, Facebook ads, whatever, 
is just full of jargon and Roger's on a mission really to get cut that and to actually talk about to communicate simply what it is that you do so let's go on and uh, listen to Roger have you got any tips on how we can keep our messaging simple and particularly as we think about when we get on live video and communicate things a lot of people will maybe struggle with this idea of explaining what it is that they do and how they can help their customers have you got any tips on how we can improve that yeah, the, there are three things that I always say to people. We've already alluded to one of them. The first one was always assume the customer knows nothing. So it doesn't matter whether you work in financial services, you're a car mechanic, you're a dentist, you're a cupcake shop, you're a florist, whatever it is, don't use the jargon and the complex language of your particular industry. Try to talk to the customer in a language that they will understand. The second thing, and this is probably more, more pertinent to video, is when you're coming up with your words, whether you want to write a script first, we could probably have a completely long conversation about scripting, but I tend not to script stuff. I tend to have an outline of what I want to say, but I prefer it to come out in my own words as opposed to actually laying it out in words, because again, that's where you start to let the complex war oh, expand that a bit. I better do a bit more here. And before you know it, it's becoming bloated. So I always say, come up with your script or your outline in your own words. One of the things I do, and this is whether it's a script for video or whether it's an article I'm writing for a magazine or a blog or whatever, is I'll use the dictation functionality on my phone. So you've got that little microphone icon at the bottom of most of the apps these days. You hit that, talk into the phone, and whether it's an Android or an iPhone, Siri or whatever, effectively just types out what you're saying. Now, you'll have to go through it and put a bit of punctuation in afterwards. But what, the, what that means is that you've got your script or your article, your blog written as you would talk. And that is so much simpler than any form of corporate language. So if you do that, your first draft of whatever it is that you, you're putting together is likely to be in perfect sort of language for your customer and talk in the language of your customer talk in the way that they would talk you know, we said before about the pen portrait or the avatar or your ideal customer how do they talk if <laughs> i always use this example if you were going to meet somebody in a pub a good friend of yours you're even your ideal customer you're meeting them pub you'd say to them hey how are you doing i'll go and get us a couple of pints you wouldn't say hey, how are you doing? A couple of pints of fermented hops will be procured by me for us and served in a translucent cylindrical vessel compi comprised of a few silicon molecules. That's, But that's what is happening. That's what's happening when we try to make it far too gobbledygooky and, and far too professional. And come back to it, talk in their language. I'll get us a couple of pints. I'll get us a couple of coffees. That's how people talk. And if you do it like that, then you're going to you're going to make it work. And then the third one is always just avoid all the gobbledygook jargon, staircasing, low hanging fruit, focusing on the crocodiles nearest the boat, putting a record on to see if anybody dances, all of that sort of nonsense that we see people using and we laugh at it. But people still talk about it. It just makes me laugh. But for me, if live video is so good because it's you yeah. and if you haven't had somebody write the script for you if it's it's genuinely you saying what you're going to say 
you're going to communicate at your own level. You're going to communicate to your customer, that ideal customer, the picture of which might be stuck on top of your camera. And that's the way to communicate. That's how to keep yeah. it simple. <laughs> I love I love those analogies that Roger was saying uh was giving there because it's so true we often f come up with gobbledygook to describe what it is that we do and just imagine you're having some friends around you're at the pub and they ask you what you do and you just talk in plain English I think that's we've kind of lost that uh, with marketing, I think. So have a think about that. I'd love to know what you think about that. Um, but we are out of time. I, I'm always trying to keep these episodes short and sweet and get to the point. Uh, do check out Adobe Express. As I said, iag.me forward slash Adobe Express. And I thank you, Adobe, for sponsoring this episode. But we are out of time. And until next time, I encourage you to level up your impact, authority, and profits through the power of confident live video. See See you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Make sure you subscribe at iag.me forward slash podcast so you can continue to level up your impact, authority, and profits through the power of live video. And until next time, do the loo.